Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is the worst purchase, the dumbest purchase you've ever made? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What's the dumbest purchase you've ever made? Give us a call at 651-641-1071. And that's because yesterday we said what was like the awesomest, best purchase you ever made. And I thought to myself, I bet people have a lot of the dumbest purchases too. Because sometimes you have every intention of buying something and you think this is going to be amazing. Yeah. And very quickly you realize, oh God, this I've was the dumbest thing I ever. up. Or maybe it was like, it's midnight and I'm clickety clacking across the interwebs. And, you know, the... Um, I don't know, later hosen made out of beef jerky seemed like a great idea. Right. In the middle of the night, a lot of things seem like a really good idea. Um, 651-641-1071, what's the dumbest purchase you ever made? The the things that spring to mind for me are usually things that maybe I thought looked really cool and convenient, but then were too cheap, were like super cheap. And it, that probably made them too good to be true, right? And then you get it and you're like, wait a minute, this thing doesn't work anything like it said it would. Or, and this is the one I'm going to share with you right now, when the purchase itself wasn't dumb, but maybe I was a little dumb in the purchase. Like, like maybe furniture that I didn't measure before I purchased. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then it for sure. arrives and I had just the perfect place for it and it doesn't fit. I just did this the other day where I have a problem repeatedly of not measuring things. And Jamie always yells at me like, why didn't you just check the measurements on that? And I'm like, yeah. because it didn't look like, I mean, it looked, and he's like, yeah, you need to look at mm-hmm. the measurements. I, I ordered a little basket for bread that I uh, make and it was like half the, it, it was like a, a doll house. I mean, it literally <laughs> looked like something a child would use. I was like, okay, great. So, <sighs> Uh, see, I'm the same way where I'm like in the picture, it looks one way and then you yes. get it. You're like, oh, that's not what I thought it was going to be. Whoopsie doodles. Whomp whomp. 651-641-1071. What's the dumbest purchase you ever made? Holly, do we have any calls yet? Yeah, let's start with Lisa. Awesome. Hi, Lisa. Lisa, what is the dumbest purchase you ever made? Uh, just this year, it was a Kegel exerciser. Did you get that ball? What? No, okay. mine was a remote control to your your iPhone. <laughs> oh, so you, what? My gosh. <laughs> you you put it in, and then you have it on your phone, and it helps you to exercise, 
um, the muscles, but the best part is you have to be able to lay down for five minutes a day. And in a pandemic with a husband and two small boys at home, I don't know when I thought I was going to have said five minutes to actually do this. To Kegel so, away for your workout. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe 2021, but for 2020, not a good purchase. Oh my gosh. Sitting in the box. Just I, put that in the drawer for a year. I am <laughs> Another dying. drawer. Thank you for your call, Lisa. I'm just seriously like... That was a good start right there. I because I didn't even know what that was. I, you know what I thought she was talking about? Do you remember that ball that we talked about one time on the air? It was called the s- smooch ball. The oh yeah, you remember that's that? right. I remember mm-hmm. that. Do you remember that, Bradley? You brought no, it t- oddly. Did I? <laughs> yes. What was it called? The smooch ball. Yeah, but it started with the C. No, I understand. Uh-huh. Um, and, <laughs> like Charo Coochie Coochie. I think, yes, ball. I think that that's what it was called. Yes, it is because I'm on the website. Okay, right now. yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like you're supposed Science. to like. Sit oh God, on... I do remember this. <laughs> See? It's so much more than just a ball. Yeah, uh, and it's supposed to strengthen you sit your on pelvic it for floor, two to three right? Minutes. Yeah. yeah, and then it hatches, and it actually hatches like it's a, a, a bird. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Uh six five one six four one one. It's still on sale for forty four ninety five and it includes your exclusive educational videos and get started guide. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, six five one six four one one oh seven one. Uh do we have any other callers on the line with their worst, their dumbest purchase ever? Yeah, we do. Let's go to Tear. Hi Tear. What was Hi, your Tare. dumbest purchase ever? Hi guys. Hi. How are you? Good. Okay, this is uh, stupider than Bradley uh, ordering a small basket. I yeah. decided at 11 o'clock one night that I needed a rubber igloo ice cube maker. What? <laughs> and so it looks so friggin' good on the <laughs> online. It was so cute. It was in the shape of an igloo. And it was supposed to make these tiny ice cubes that I was going to bring outside with cocktails for everybody. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that sounds adorable. It sounds adorable. Uh-oh. Oh, did we lose Tara? I think we lost Tara. Yeah. I hope she was... Oh, now I want to know what happened to the igloo ice maker. Because um, now I just looked it up. Like, igloo ice maker. I don't see any. Well, this reminds me of um, I, I wonder if it was one of those Instagram ads, because those are the ones that I don't oh. trust the most. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I want that. Like, for example, for a while, I kept getting this ad for a pasta maker that was like twenty nine dollars, but it looked amazing. And I was like and it would make like all like because it's just the video is made right to make you think that it's the most amazing thing mm-hmm. ever and i'm like it's 29 dollars. it's probably like gonna fall apart the first time i use it was it one of because it's not a reputable makers? brand okay no it's like an automatic like an electron oh, no, like no, you no, s- no, put no. the dough in the thing no. it, or the flour in the water it mixes everything mm-hmm. and literally it poops out pasta like a like the old play-doh <laughs> no. pasta maker no. i'm here to tell you like the actual crank models are the same price and they're foolproof get one thank you been coming mm-hmm. to my ted talk who do we have anybody else holly yeah we have two more callers let's go to jeremy hi jeremy jeremy what was the dumbest purchase you ever made hi jeremy hello Oh, hi, hi, sorry. Uh, actually, it was my ex-wife. She paid $489.54 for this chintzy headboard, metal headboard, and I ended up having to make weld-up brackets 
for it just to get it to fit to the bed frame. Oh, no. It, was, oh, it wasn't no. even worth $100. It was the cheapest thing ever. Oh, no. That's the worst. Thank you for your call. That is the worst when you get something and you're like, this had potential. But now the work is going to be more than it was worth. Also, when he said his ex-wife, I thought he was saying that was his Yeah, worst, I was like, wow, alrighty then. Like, okay, <laughs> take my wife, please. <laughs> Who else do we have, Holly? Let's have Donna have the last Hi, word. Hi, Donna. Donna, you get the last word on this. What's the dumbest purchase you've ever made, Donna? Hey, hi, you guys. It's hi. so great to talk to you. I had to call because the biggest mistake financially I've ever made was buying a timeshare in Maui oh. in 2004. And I thought, oh, great, we're going to use it every year. It's going to be just fabulous. And we did for probably four or five years. And then the market fell apart, and the value of it went to zero. And um, I tried to sell it for probably, oh, gosh, many, many years. I finally sold it in 2016 and basically just broke even. And I paid all the association dues for all those years, and it went up you know, every year. So I was just glad to finally dump it. What a bummer. But, yeah. but you're That's right. Those always, you probably found yourself in that room with the people and they were giving you the hard sell and you were like, yes, this sounds great. I'm going to do so this every time. vacation there. Yes. And it was just so fun. I thought, oh, my husband traveled for work. We'll use frequent flyer miles. We'll come here. And we did. Our family, we used it for, you know, four or five years. But then, you know, he lost his job in 2009. Right. And the traveling wasn't there. The frequent flyer miles weren't there. And it just, everything changed. And it was like, yeah. oh, it was so dumb. And then you just, they, it wasn't worth anything. Yeah. it's so, the, Those things lesson. should come with a crystal ball. Thank you for your call. And hey, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's Trip to the Movies to see what we should all be watching this weekend on My Talk 107.1. Every Friday, we like to check in with our friend Paul McGuire Grimes from Paul's trip to the movies to see what we should be watching this weekend on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. You have to unmute yourself. On your end. Bradley. No, we can't hear you now. No, on your end. There you are. Hi. Hi. All right, and now we can talk to our friend Paul McGuire Grimes. Hello, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hello. It is great to be here. Hello. We're happy to have you. Happy Friday. You too. Happy post Grey's Anatomy premiere. Okay. We we do not need <laughs> to take the No, Paul was watching too. We were <laughs> texting. Leave us alone. Yes, we were. Thank you. Um, were you annoyed at the end? We were just gobsmacked, shocked. And I read a whole interview with the three of them, the showrunner and the two actors that were in that scene, mm-hmm. about what's going to be happening coming up. So I'm very um, cautiously optimistic. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. All right. So enough Grey's Anatomy for now. What, what else do you want to talk about? <laughs> so, yeah, we've got an in-theater option and then a streaming option that Bradley's going to be very excited about. So the one in theaters is a new scary movie called Freaky. Uh-oh. Time for Friday the 13th, and it's about a, a high school senior girl who um, is the victim of the Blissfield Butcher. And then the morning of Friday the 13th, she wakes up and she finds out that she's in the body of the killer, and the killer is now in her body. So it stars. Ooh, that sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, so it's this really kind of fun mashup of Friday the 13th plus Freaky Friday. 
So it's got that kind of campy, comedic vibe, plus like a legitimately scary horror slasher flick. That that's a clever that's a clever um, device. Yeah, Freaky yeah, Friday the Thirteenth. Right, exactly. That's essentially what it is. And the writer and director, they, they know how to do horror movies, so they have a lot of fun with it. And they know the genre, so you'll see definite references to Scream, The Shining. The director's name is Christopher Landon. He's actually Michael Landon's son. So Michael oh. Landon, Friday the, or Little House on the Prairie. So, you know, kind of keeping it in the family. Um, and then, so there's just a lot of humor in it with the two, you know, Vince Vaughn trying to act like this high school girl, and then this young actress, Catherine Newton, trying to pretend like she is this serial killer. So the vibe is all there. Vince Vaughn is great. So if you love slasher flicks, if you like that kind of funny comedic bent to them as well, you'll have a big kick out of Freaky. Okay, where are we watching this? So right now it's only in theaters, but it should be coming to on demand within the next couple of weeks, I believe. It's from Universal and Blumhouse Productions. Blumhouse is really big in the horror genre. They produce a lot of horror movies like The Paranormal Activities, The New Halloween, Happy Death Day. So that's what they do really well. Um, so right now, only in theaters. And I actually got to talk to Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. I did the press junket for this movie. And Vince Vaughn and I kind of geeked out over the Minnesota State Fair together. So you can see those interviews on my YouTube channel. Wait, and about Twin Cities Live he likes the Minnesota State Fair? Yeah, because he's from Minnesota. I always he was forget about that. Yeah. So I, I was like, hey, do you ever come back here to town? And where do you go? And he's like, oh, yeah, I try to get there back, back there quite a bit. And I love going to Minnesota State Fair. He's brought Peter Billingsley from Christmas Story. I guess they're best wow. friends. Wow. Weird. Tell him to stop by the mic. I told him about my food spreadsheet. Oh, I bet he was impressed by that. Yes, let's go with impressed for sure. Absolutely. Didn't at all think it was weird. No, not at all. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You're cool. It's fine. Uh, so that's on your YouTube channel. You can check that out yeah. there. Paul's trip to the movies on YouTube. You can follow him there and, and watch all that. Okay. So the thing I think that Bradley is the most excited about, I haven't caught yeah. up yet, is the Crown season uh, four. Yes, it starts. Yeah, she hasn't even finished the season one. So it's not you haven't caught up. You are way behind. <laughs> Well, uh-huh. you are in for a treat because season four, it, stream, it starts streaming this Sunday the 15th, and it is just as strong, if not the best season so far. I haven't finished oh, it yet. We're taking it slow. Wow. You, but you think it might actually be the best season yet? Yes, because it's the early 1980s, and we were introduced to Margaret Thatcher and Diana Spencer, and how these two women would go on to influence the royal family and Great Britain. And really reshape everything that we know so far. You know what I love about this show is that it's so okay. So there's this tendency lately with some shows, and I've seen critics talk about this, and maybe you can talk about this too, where shows recreate a time and a place and a world that is comforting and enjoyable, and it's just nice. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. ...to be in kind of like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I know some people have Love it. said that about... Um, about the uh, the Queen's Gambit. Um, but the thing I love about uh, The Crown is, yes, you do get a taste of whatever time and place they are in, but the acting is just so much, and the storytelling and the writing is so much a part of the show that it just, I think, rises above, you know, typical period television. Exactly. And Julian Anderson, mark my words, will win the Emmy for playing Margaret Thatcher. Oh, wow. She- portrays her with such like fine precision she gets the voice the posture there's kind of this like presentation vibe where you see that margaret is always on trying to have everyone take her seriously all the time and there were times i was like i'm kind of sympathetic to you oh but should i be because she's a very polarizing person for the british Mm -hmm. and then so she's very out there and then emma corin who is new to the show she plays diana spencer and you just really get this insider look at the relationship between Prince Charles and Diana was not a fairy tale that I think we all wanted it to be. And just to see her acting in this kind of angelic, innocent demeanor and how she is sucked into the royal family and what that is like. And then Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth, just as perfect as she always mm. is. Like, I mean, stunning, yeah. witty, incredible. I can't get enough. So I'm so excited. And that drops on Sunday, right? Yes, and I think that episode four, I don't want to give too much away, is probably one of the series' best episodes because it's all about motherhood and what does it mean to be a mother when you're the queen or the prime minister and when you have multiple children. It's fantastic. I really am going to have to catch up on that. How many ticket stubs for The Crown season four? Four and a half out of five. I would say take it slowly because there's just so much to watch and take and think about. And Mm -hmm. Prince Andrew is also involved in one of the episodes. And oh. you're like, yeah. Oh, we know where we're going with Prince Andrew. Interesting. I, I yeah. do think it's one of those those series that you should enjoy um, judiciously. Like, don't just inhale it all at once because each episode is sumptuous on its own. Definitely. And this season bears yeah, is just that exactly. Paul McGuire Grimes, f- five seconds. I forgot to ask you how many ticket stubs on that Freaky Friday the- oh. 13. Four. Four. Yeah, awesome. It's really a lot of fun. Clever, twisted, great. Thank you so much, Paul McGuire Grimes. You can check him out on all the social media. Paul's trip to the movies. When we come back, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid idiots after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We'd love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Florida. 
sometimes other places. England. Oh, okay. Where are we going in England? Thank you. We are going to meet. I don't know where we are. Uh, we're in London. Okay, so we're going to meet 32-year-old Tommy Pullhofer. And uh, he was the victim of a hit and run in London recently. Oh, no. Uh, he had to be taken to the hospital for x-rays. And while he was in the x-ray area, they found something in a different area of his body. They found his uh, mobile phone inside his body cavity. Oh. It was in nature's pocket. In no. the rear uh, now, you probably have some questions, like, why did he have a phone in his booty? Uh, I mean, that would be the first question. Turns out he's a career criminal, and uh, there's... I mean, sp- emphasis on the rear. Ex- exactly. And they are... Um, they they suppose that the phone was probably stolen and he was trying to hide <laughs> it. Was, I mean, of all the things to steal and try to hide your booty. Of all the places to hide it. Right? Come on, man. Um, and then just, okay, so you know how your mom always says, like, make sure, I don't know, my mom doesn't say this, but I don't think she ever did, but people always say that moms always say, change your underwear, because if you're in a car accident, you want to have clean underwear yeah. on. I would say, when you're, if you're in an accident, those undies probably aren't going to be clean anymore. I'm not right. saying, I mean, I'm hello. just saying. But perhaps uh, 32-year-old Tommy Pullhofer's mom should have told him not to put a phone in his booty in case he's ever yeah. in an accident, because they'll find it, and they did. Well, to be clear, do you have to say that as a parent? Well, you shouldn't. That's actually a good point. Well, yeah. I would imagine it's like the philosophy of like when you say, careful, this hot coffee is hot. Right. You know, you right. Just, you right. You shouldn't have to, have to tell people that the hot coffee's hot. But you have to. You shouldn't have to tell people not to put their phones in their butts. So now, I mean, depending on the setting, on your phone, there should be a label that says "Don't, don't put, put this in your, in your butt. butt." Yeah. Uh, anyway, he does have a very long rap sheet, and he has spent several years in jail for rob- robberies that he committed over a decade ago. However, this time, uh, after they found the phone in his booty, he then assaulted several people at the hospital, said some racist stuff. Oh my god! Um, even though he was the victim of the hit and run. Uh, it sounds like he actually was the one that caused the crash that hit him. He did admit to theft, dangerous driving, driving without insurance, three counts of harassment, and seven counts what? of assault. That's so much stuff. I know. So I don't get it. Like, he caused the hit and run, even though he was yep. the victim of he the hit and run? He was driving, and he was the one that caused the crash. And then the other person left the scene, but he didn't and couldn't. So he was the victim of that hit and run crash, but he probably was the person who kind of caused it to happen in the first place. Probably was his... And why? Probably because he was angry and uncomfortable because he had a phone in his booty. That's why they x-rayed his butt. Yeah, well, they x-rayed him because he was in a car accident. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, why would you just x-ray somebody's butt? Well, I think they they x-rayed his whole body, and then they were like, what's that? That's a cell phone in his his butt. Um, They still haven't been able... I said what? They still have not been able to find the owner of the phone. And I just am, want to go on record I don't, I don't think right now and that. say if my no. phone ever ends up in somebody else's butt, I don't want it back. No, you, yeah, you can keep it. it. You can, yeah, now. once it's in your butt, it's yours. 
gonna remember that. That's I'm just a keep rule. My mouth shut. That's a rule, and that's the rule. I don't want my phone back if it's been in somebody else's butt. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Next. Let's go to Japan. Oh, I would love to. We are going to none other than um, a city that neighbors Tokyo's Saitama Prefecture. Ikimasho. Yeah, we're going. Um, So I want to tell you the story. So basically, I'm going to boil it down because they get real flowery in the way they describe the story. But essentially, it involves police hiding out at a shrine because I think there had been some reports of people um, maybe availing themselves of the shrine's uh, offerings because, you know, just like any other religion, they got to keep things in business. Mm -hmm. So you need money to do that. So they got a tip uh, that there was going to be a guy and some stuff. And so they like uh, they got all camouflaged. The police did and like hit. They did the sting operation. What does like what does shrine camouflage look like? I know. Right. (laughs) Like (laughs) one wonders. Um, but I think it was to like match the bushes because I think they were literally oh, okay. like hanging out in the bushes. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, it, it turns out they had a stakeout. Uh, and so, you know, presumably that cost a bit of money to put all that those resources together. Um, they did end up catching the guy. Oh, good. Yeah. They ended up catching the guy who um, was stealing money, which is awesome. That is but good. Remember, that, this is, that was the goal. This is crazy, stupid idiots, right? So something has gone wrong. Yeah. Well, they caught the guy, and they were able to apprehend the amount of money that he stole. There's only one problem with that. It was in his butt? The amount, No. The amount of money he stole. All that work. And they ended up, like, there's a video of them, like, chasing and fighting and getting into, like, and tripping and falling, and they're, you know coming to the rescue is the benny hill music playing basically okay yes so all of that for six dollars and 31 cents the equivalent oh my guy stole six dollars and they had literally like put all their resources into staking out this shrine so wait i have a dumb question camouflage did they know how much Yes, like you, it feels like if you know that somebody has been steal, if it's a big enough deal that somebody's been stealing the money, you would know how much they had stolen. Does that make yeah, sense? They didn't. I mean, clearly they they didn't have a specific amount in mind. It said they came prepared for a stakeout, fulfilling their duty to uphold the law. And after all that effort, after this elaborate police operation, were able oh my gosh. to save. Six dollars and thirty-one cents. I mean, so maybe I have a feeling that just guy put will like one guy by the door. Yeah, and say, "Excuse me, oh, don't gosh. steal." It is really funny to see them all like hiding under. <laughs> they come from every angle. <laughs> like, sees this man who's like, "What? Sorry." They're wearing like the they're wearing the bush stuff. Okay, that didn't sound right. But you yeah, know what camouflage. I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, like they're all mossy. Oh. And then they're fighting and they're t- and this guy, he has six dollars. One guy comes in for the grab and he slips and falls. And the guy's just standing there the whole time, like What? Okay, here's here's the six dollars. Oh. You could have just asked me for it. 
I mean, yeah, I also love the way the news is covering it. Like, well, it's very. We are newsy. at the scene of the crime. We are at the scene of this very important <laughs> crime. $6.31. Oh, all right. For our next story, we I don't know where we're going. We're It's somewhere in America. America, USA. Okay. We meet a gal who is a bride. She's about to get married. She purchased her wedding dress online. Oh. Now, I might advise against it, but I also understand that right now, things being what they are, we do these things. I wonder if this, I read a story about a dress, and I'm excited to see if this is the one that I read. So the woman gets her dress in the mail. She tries it on. Did you guys talk about this already? No, we didn't talk about it. I just happened to read this story. I'm excited that you brought it. She um, she gets the dress. She tries it on, and she's like, this is the wrong, this dress, what a disaster. This doesn't look anything like the dress I bought. She took pictures of herself wearing it. She was like, this is not the dress that i saw yeah, it's online. An ugly picture like I, it's if I i'd be mad on, too. i'd be like that's trash i'd you be got mad scammed too. and she listen she wasn't going to go quietly into the night uh she ordered it from an outfit called millie bridal and she was like uh i'm gonna write a strongly worded letter and she did she was like this is ugly and it's wrong here are my pictures what are you going to do about it make it right and they were like hey uh, and don't you know because we've all we've all Written been it. here. I've fired off a couple strongly worded letters in my But we've my all day. been here and the here that I'm uh, directing you to or the audience to is you're really angry about something. Mm-hmm. But maybe you shouldn't be that angry about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Here's what I will give her. It was her wedding dress and she did not like the way it looked. Um, but what Millie Bridal uh, replied to her Solved all the problems, really. Ma'am, <laughs> you are wearing the dress inside out. <laughs> oh, honey. It's literally inside it's, out. The dress is inside out. So I mean, it's also <laughs> when you see it right side, how did how did she not I don't know. What <laughs> is Honey. But again, I've been there. We've all been there where we're so confident that we are right and oh, somebody yeah. else is mm-hmm, wrong. Mm-hmm, and they're like, mm-hmm. honey, mm-hmm. honey, turn it inside out. And you're like, oh, God. Oh, God. I think my favorite part of this, though, is the fact that she says that who knew that they shipped the wedding dresses inside out? Oh, honey. Girl. I mean, it shouldn't matter what if it's right well, it side out. It seems like it, that's actually really smart to do yeah. it inside out because it'll protect the dress. Right. But then don't you, to your point, Bradley, you know what it looked like. It, the lace is on the outside. Don't you like when you're putting it on your body, aren't you like, why well, am yeah. I? Why am I all itchy? So and literally, why was there nobody in her life? OK, it's right. di- it, it's a different time. Maybe there's nobody in her household that could figure this out for her. But like you just know a friend would have been able to go, girl. Honey. That's inside out. Right? <laughs> My favorite part is her, um, the reply that Millie Bridal sent her. Hi, Will Aubrey. That's her name, apparently. Did you check our email? Will you put the dress on? Uh, you put the dress on inside out. Please put it on the right way. Kind <laughs> regards. It's so great. They're like, we don't want to be a biatch, but we kind of need to be a little biatch. And she like, and took a- it. She took it to social media she was like i will have you know do not do business with millie bridal they 
Oh, girl. But she called herself out, right? She did. Didn't she? And then she, she came back and was herself, like, I'm an idiot. Hilarious. I'm yeah. a blonde. She she said, I'm a blonde. Like, this was my big blonde moment. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time to play a game. The game is the throwback live. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.